Hi, this is Doug Manch, and you're listening to Into the Night, a Moon Knight podcast. Yes, welcome back, Looney listeners. You are listening to Into the Night, the Moon Knight podcast. This is episode 197, and you are with your high priest of country, Ray. Hello, everyone. How are you? And tonight we are doing our idle chat to to kick off the week. And one word, one word with exclamation mark, Tigra. Yes, <laughs> we'll, we'll get into that a bit more. Uh, but joining me before I go anywhere else, with this episode. Uh, joining me is Valley Petruni. He's been a guest co-host before. He's an ITK scribe and all-round nice guy. Justin the Owl. Osgood, Justin, welcome back to the show. Thank you very much, Ray, for having me, and thank you always, loonies, for listening. Oh, Justin, I think, fingers crossed, future Ray will have inserted a little soundbite for you by now. By now, the oh, you know, um, it's established you are the owl. Was good, so, <laughs> so everyone gets. Oh, I look forward to that. <laughs> everyone gets brandished with the sound bite. Um, yes, yeah, so oh, hopefully yeah. that's in there. Anyway, before we do anything else as well, a big thank you to the likes of Justin, uh, our gracious Petruni. So those co-producers and executive producers listed out in our episodes. A huge thank you to everyone there. Um, you really do help prop up the show and uh, give that ability to to actually, I don't know, take it a step further um, with, with your contribution. So a huge thank you. A big thank you to Daniel, Justin the Owl, uh, Derek Wayne, Jordan Josh, James, Russell, and Anthony. Thank you so much for all your contributions, and thanks for listening to the show, as as well as all you loonies out there as well. A, a big shout-out to our sponsors, Fringe Night by Daniel Doing, an original indie comic based on Erie, Pennsylvania's very own mysterious superhero. A big shout-out to Hello Headphones, empowering gamers to play at their best, and, of course, Dreamland Comics from Illinois, the superhero superstore. Well, Justin, you're here in the in the booth um yep. we're here to, to talk about tigra before uh, how, how how are things by the way um are things traveling not well? too bad yeah yeah it's been a bit of a whirlwind the last couple of months but things are starting to calm down a little bit and spring is here now which is always nice yeah w- weather firming yeah. up uh, weather yeah yeah it's been a little cold where i am i'm in new england so it's, okay. it's uh, pretty much always cold here except for two months out of the year but oh um, it's getting a bit more temperate now, and oh, the birds are coming out, so it's it's been yeah. good. Yeah. Oh, welcome, welcome, return, and uh, I, I know we've been kind of like chatting online, on and off as well. I know that you've been very busy and had a lot of stuff, but it, it's great to have you back here, Justin. Well, thank you. Um, yeah, it's great to be back. Thank you. Yeah, and uh, look, uh, as mentioned, we are going to talk about Tigra. Uh, for those loony listeners who who may have just started following Moon Knight, uh, Moon Knight and Tigra. They they were a thing at at one stage, so there's a connection there. So they were an like, item. Yeah. They were an item, um, the tiger and the moon, uh, and so yeah, Justin and I were going to have a little bit of a chat, maybe a bit of a a bit of a, a summary on Tiger and and her relationship mm. with Moon Knight, and we'll just see kind of where it goes. Uh, before that, though, Justin, there's a couple of bits of news here, and uh, even yes, latest yeah. latest news, which I haven't added in the prompt sheet. Very excited okay. to hear. Um, but first of all, uh, let's let's talk about uh, the two casting calls, apparently, um, for mm. Moon Knight. Now, this was mm-hmm. listed on various websites to, and I'm familiar with this, I am, sorry, unfamiliar with this term, Justin. Um, I'm hoping that you might elaborate. To Latin, and, and it's got X in there. Is that is that a new thing? You, yeah, that is a new thing. Right. Um, I'm, I'm not... Ignorant. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of ignorant about that okay. too, honestly. But in America, I see that a lot. I think. Okay, it's I'm assuming it's new. Latin, right? Latino. Yeah, yeah, Latino. Yeah, Latino. Latino. Latino descent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so it, yeah, which I thought was cool. It was interesting. It's mm. kind of unexpected, but well, yeah, I yeah, like that. Yeah, I mean, so then it's it's two Latino slash. 
Oh, I guess it's Latino Latina, right? So I guess maybe yeah, they right. meant that in yeah. X. Okay, I get you. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's to delineate both genders. Yes. Yeah. Uh, or, or not delineate at all, which is, yeah. Um, and or, anyway. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jewish actors as well. Uh, and there was a call for them. I think they were in the middle, late 40s to 50s. Now, speculation here, Justin, uh, I, don't know, I don't know. The reports and articles have said that this potentially might be Mark's parents. Uh, any thoughts on this bit of tasty, uh, tasty news for the TV show coming up? Well, if they're in their 40s or 50s, how old would that make Mark? That's what I'm interested in. Because... Well, I was, I was thinking it was a flashback. It might be a flashback. Oh, that's true, too. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Because I, yeah. I thought that at first. I thought, oh, geez, they must have had him win it. You know, they were really... Yeah, I know. Well, yeah, I can definitely see them doing a lot of flashback things back to when Mark was younger. And Mm. that would be great for us Moon Knight fans to see um, some glimpses into Mark Spector's past. I would love that, personally. So I hope that they definitely do that, yeah. Mm -hmm. I guess, if anything as well, you might infer that probably i mean that we will definitely get like flashbacks if they are indeed the parents um but i guess maybe we won't see the parents present day i I don't know i mean that's a bit of a stretch but i'm just thinking Mm -hmm. from the from what we've got but um i don't know anything else that they could potentially be other than i I don't know secondary you know mid Mm. to low tier characters or anyone else you can maybe um some supporting cast some new yeah. characters that we haven't really seen yet. I mean, oh, yeah, original, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. That's possible, or maybe some members of the police force, or mm-hmm. something along those lines. A, de- a detective Flint type of character, maybe. Okay, would you yeah. think maybe Randall? <laughs> By any chance? Oh, like an older. Well. But I'm thinking. Um, oh. Mm. I actually Randall, didn't think that, Randall, yeah. I, I didn't think that as well, but, like, he... Is he younger or old? I can't remember if he's younger or older than Mark. Um, I think he was older by a little bit. Okay. a year or two. Um, but, but yeah, I I hadn't really honestly thought about a lot about Randall in regards to the series because, I mean, I, don't get me wrong, I would love it if they, if they put that, in, especially in the first season. Mm-hmm. But... I'm kind of thinking they're going to save that if they do put that into the show. I think they're going to save that for a later story, perhaps, mm, yeah. or maybe allude, allude to it in flashbacks, and then you know that yeah. could be maybe an untold story of Moon Knight from the past or something. Yeah, um, I kind of, yeah. I kind of see that. I mean, just hold on, hold those cards close to your chest. I mean, there's no reason, right? To, yeah, um, but he may be mentioned or something like that, potentially. Right. Yeah. To, yeah, to, to but I would I would love it if they did that in the show. Yeah, mm. fantastic. Mm. Yeah, so I mean, so some speculation there as to who these actors are. Again, it could be nothing, but but then again, it could be. Um... Having said that, though, I'm just thinking, Justin, they are very close to production. Yeah, like, very so close. Would that not also mean then that if this was a late call, or indeed maybe this was. Maybe this is like late news, but wouldn't that kind of mean then that they wouldn't be major characters? Because well, not major, but like as in significant characters. Because mm-hmm. wouldn't they be engaged already? Like you know, if it was right. say Mark's they'd already parents. be in. Yeah, yeah, they'd probably already be in the in some of the writing rooms and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I so I mean, that's yeah. potential. That's a potential thing as well. I mean, because we know. That I think they're starting to shoot in March, which is just around the. Well, it is. What am I talking about? It's we are here, so yeah. Um, so yeah, there's yeah, not much left. I, of I it. don't know how far, <laughs> how far they've gotten into production though, because of COVID mm. restrictions. I, I just I wonder if they've been able to yeah kind of hit hit the ground running, so to speak, or if they've had to be kind of stop and start with the production. Yeah, I'm. I'm not too sure. I mean, this this will lead into one of our um, other bits of news, which is great. Um, but we'll have to. I guess we'll, we'll get to that. Uh, the the second bit here that I've got was a little bit of now when this episode airs. Um, actually, the first season of Falcon, uh, first episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier would have just been released the the Friday prior. So, so it's still yeah. kind of fresh. Have you watched it, Justin? 
I have. Yeah, that was a nice surprise the other night because I think it was a week early, if I Right. I'm mistaken. Yeah. So did, did you get a chance to watch it? I certainly did. I mean, we won't oh, get... Oh, great. Yeah, I, I guess we won't get into any spoilers. I mean, there are fantastic shows out there already um, diving into yeah. the show. But needless to say, I guess, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, glad to hear that you enjoyed it too, Justin. Oh, very um, much, yeah. Yeah, but there was talk here. I guess they're doing the, the, the press junket kind of thing. And mm-hmm. uh, Sebastian Stan, a.k.a. Bucky Barnes, and Anthony mm-hmm. Mackey, a.k.a. Sam Wilson, they were, you know, talking to the press. And there was a funny exchange. Had you heard about this, Justin? <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. I, I did, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so, <laughs> yeah. anyway, I think it was, okay, I might have got it wrong. I think it was Sebastian Stan um, mm-hmm. who first coined it, uh, who would you like to, to work with or who would you like to see Winter Soldier and Falcon team up with? And, and he goes... Um, I'd like to go with, with Night Moon. I think Night Moon. And Anthony Mackie calls him out. He goes, what? Night Moon? But anyway, he somehow corrects himself. He goes, yes, yeah, no, no, Moon Knight. And I think he, yeah. you know, he just ribbed Anthony Mackie as if he didn't know anything. Um, I'm butchering yeah, yeah. this story, by the way. But anyway, um, well, the, the crux no, you got of the, the basics. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you got the basics there, yeah. Yeah, but the thing was, though, that the highlight was that he goes, yeah, I'd, you know, I'd love to work with Oscar Isaac. So mm-hmm. this is the most unkept secret ever in Disney oh, Plus. Oh, I know, yeah. Well, so it seems that Oscar Isaac is Moon Knight. He hasn't been announced mm-hmm. yet. They're in production in March, apparently, um, but mm-hmm. he hasn't been announced. Uh, but, yeah, no, what, what are your thoughts on, on this? Would you like to see Moon Knight with, um, with Winter Soldier and Falcon? Absolutely. I think that would be a fantastic team-up. And I think... On the show, uh, visually, it would be executed extremely well. Mm-hmm. Um, it would depend on the story, too. I mean, I couldn't see Moon Knight going up against a Zemo type of character, per se, in a, in, at least mm-hmm. in the show setting right away. But yeah. we'll, see, we'll see. Maybe they'll involve him in a grander crossover scheme later on. Yeah. I mean, I think, if anything, they do the types of characters. I think they work well, so... If you can broadly speak of Falcon and Winter Soldier in that kind of, you know, win- Captain America Winter Soldier mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. genre, I think Moon Knight mm-hmm. fits, fits that to a T, which I think is really cool. I mean, as opposed to say, um, as opposed to say Falcon and Winter Soldier teaming up with like Miss Marvel or She Hulk. Mm-hmm. Not that there's anything mm-hmm. wrong with it, but um, you know, they're they're totally different kind of styles. Um, that is true. Yeah, I'd yeah. see Moon Knight really working well with these guys. I mean. You know he's he's a merc. He was a merc. He mm-hmm. was CIA. Yeah. Um, you know he's got all, he's got all the bells and whistles that goes with it. Mm-hmm. And I think he'd he'd have some interesting rapport with the Winter Soldier, with them both having yes. kind of a dark darker side, a darker past. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, no. Again, I'm just trying to tread lightly. No spoilers for Falcon and Winter Soldier. If if you haven't Looney's um, watched it already, uh, but. All I'm going to say is, uh, and I don't think this will ruin it, Justin, there is a like a therapy session. Um, mm, mm-hmm. and, and when I was watching that, I was thinking Moon Knight, basically. Oh, <laughs> I was going, yeah, I thought that too, definitely. Yeah, I was going, this yeah. is pretty cool. Like, yeah. Bucky's kind of going through it. But the way it was shot was really done well. Um, mm-hmm. Just that kind of um, chewing and fr- the dialogue between the therapist and, uh, and Bucky mm-hmm. Barnes, I can just see that with Dr. Emmett. And Moon Knight say, yes, uh, would have been would be brilliant. So, uh, yeah, yeah definitely. so well suited. Now, the third bit of news, which I haven't got in the prompt sheet here, Justin, but it was released. I got it this morning, which is uh, you know just over say twelve hours ago or something. Um, okay. So I'm I can't do the maths with the time conversions uh, <laughs> over there for you, um, <laughs> but. It was released, there's a bit of like a minute, a minute and a half footage released of Oscar Isaac doing, uh, going over his fight choreography. Have you seen this? Ooh, no kidding. No, I didn't. Oh, you haven't seen it? Uh, (laughs) Really? Well, I I am going to have to, I'll add it to the show notes for this episode. Uh, And and I'll I'll send you the link as well, Justin, after the show, of course. Yeah, Um, yeah, that's fantastic. Oh, but it is awesome. I mean, um, you know... Seeing Oscar Isaac, I didn't actually recognize him at first because, uh, and we'll kind of get to this, he's got like a full beard, like a big beard, and he's got like long hair, mm-hmm. which he's tied up in a man bun. And um, Oh, wow. Yeah, and so I was looking, I was going, which one's Oscar Isaac? And 
uh, this other guy's getting beaten the hell out of him. him. Like, he, there's a guy getting the hell beaten out of him. And I thought, is that Oscar? But it doesn't look like him. It's like, oh, he's he's the guy with the long hair. So anyway, oh, Oscar, wow, okay. said, yeah, he does this one and a half fight routine. And it's oh, he actually, he does some, um, how shall I say, quite, imp- quite impressive like acrobatic stuff himself. Um, mm, mm-hmm. So that's really encouraging. Um, yeah. It's a shame you haven't seen it. I was, I was going to ask your thoughts on on it, um, but uh, I think it definitely no, yeah. is getting everyone kind of excited for Moon Knight, even though you may not have been an Oscar Isaac fan. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, you you were on board with Oscar Isaac, yeah? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, okay. out of the people that that were kind of rumored yep. to be playing him, he was he was definitely the best choice yep. out of all of those people. And I, I had a chuckle the other day just thinking about the old do you remember from a year ago the uh, yeah. daniel radcliffe rumors oh. <laughs> okay. i just i i had a good chuckle about that the other day. i was like, oh i remember that yeah <laughs> harry potter's movie night yeah. yeah yeah um Shia so Booth. yeah oh i ooh, that one yeah we won't talk about that but oscar isaac i mean besides mm. besides the fact that he's you know a talented actor i i think yeah. that he could really dive into this role and make it his own. And, yeah. and um, I think he's got the passion for, for roles in general oh. that could really translate well for this and make this a huge success. Yes. Uh, speaking of which as well, he does dive in the roles exactly as you say, Justin. Um, what has given me uh, even more like respect for him as well, you know the hashtag you put in that video, Justin? It was hashtag oh. the one you see coming. Oh, awesome. Oh, I love it. Yeah, oh, how cool yeah, is that? So he's yeah, obviously so read good. some material, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, well, I'm sure that the Warren Ellis run is mm-hmm. is kind of essential reading yep. for anybody kind of going into Moon Knight now. Yes. Um, so, yeah, that's that's great. Oh, I love yeah. that. Yeah. I was thinking, yeah, for sure, the, the Ellis run, but also it's mentioned um, in the Charlie Houston run. I think in issue mm. one or two or something at the bottom where he goes, you know, I wear oh. it because they can see me coming. So, Oh no, that's right. Yes. That's yeah. Right. Oh, but he says it, I think in the Ellis run as well. So um, it's just so cool to think that Oscar Isaac ha- has been reading or has read the Houston and all the Ellis run. Um, yeah. I yeah. I think that's grand. Uh, yeah. And anyway, I, I guess um, for those that may have had reservations on, because people have had reservations on Oscar Isaac because of his say his stature compared to like Moon Knight, mm. who mm-hmm. uh, is you know like a heavyweight boxer. He's like over mm. way over six foot, um, you know, well over two hundred pounds. But if you have yeah. a look at this fight sequence, um, I think it will assuage a lot of people in the sense that mm. like he just looks so cool, like so so mm-hmm. deadly. Um, Very the nice. only. The only final thing I will point out as well, I was talking to um, someone else, uh, we were discussing it, and the fact that Oscar Isaac has this like long hair and this beard and mm. that they're so close to production. Now, again, this could be a stretch, but I'm thinking perhaps there is a sequence of his origin shown, like, again, flashback, mm-hmm. and maybe him mm-hmm. being left in the desert. I don't know for mm. how long, but that causes him to obviously have long hair and, and grow a beard. Um, mm-hmm. Potential. Anyway, so I'm thinking that's mm. um, that's kind of exciting to see as well. That's very uh, exciting. Yeah, that's yeah. great news. I mean, the only other the other option is, well, the other two options is that uh, he's come off filming a film or something where he's needed that, and then he will just he will quickly mm. shave and stuff before the right. before Moon Knight. <laughs> Or that's just the way that he likes to present himself and he will shave and cut himself, you know, for murder. Once he starts so, shooting. Yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, I just thought that was a nice little tidbit. Yeah. No, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, Loonies, that is, I guess, the latest of the Moon Knight news uh, so far. Uh, and so I just want to also shout out as well a couple of things. Uh, of course, just a reminder that there is an ITK prize giveaway that's running at the moment. Uh, entries will close Friday the 26th, so at the end of this week, when this episode comes out, uh, get your entries in, just check out the social media platforms, I've posted up a panel, just email me where that panel's from, and you can get get in the running to, to win um, one of two of these awesome 
pins from Disruptor Disc Designs and Media Patrol. Uh, really cool stuff. Uh, graciously donated by the guys over there at Destructo Disc Designs. Um, so go get your entries in. And Justin, as well, you being a Petruni, I was thinking there is an exclusive Petruni giveaway as well. Um, Ooh, yeah, I saw the... Uh... Yeah. The limited edition one, yeah. Yes, the limited edition one for particular tiers. So it's, I think it's from the the Lockley tiers and above. So Justin, there's only three of you guys, so you've got a 33 percent chance <laughs> of uh, of winning it. Yes. So you guys will go in the automatic draw, um, and okay. and I'll just, I'll, I mean, I'll film it, like I'll pull it out of a hat and stuff. Um, yeah, but yeah. you don't have to fill in anything. But you, you, you know, yourself, I think, is Daniel and Derek. You guys are mm-hmm. in the running for the exclusive. So, yeah, yeah. Um, right. You know, if any listeners out there want to weigh in on that, um, please consider our Patreon page and please consider becoming a Patronian. You can be in the running for that limited edition pin as well. Um, finally, Justin, before we get into Tigra, I know it's been a bit. Um, we've been talking about the news and such. Just a bit of housekeeping here as well. But uh, I spoke to you a bit earlier in the week and you, you sent this awesome uh, email full of information oh, yeah. yeah and uh and listeners heavily in in production pre-production i don't know what you call it <laughs> for the next <laughs> itk serial which hopefully will come out like late april I've, I've already started throwing out the scripts to to the people that need them it's uh, it's very exciting but justin i'm so glad to have you on board you have rounded out uh some i guess some some new characters yeah i, I wanted to create some supporting characters that would kind of be in the background of the serial for a while. Um, mm-hmm. and, and these are all characters that have tangential relations to the original Moon Knight series. I think that's so cool. So listeners, um, if you are following on with the serial, which I've tentatively called uh, The Rise of Set, um, so uh, yeah, these uh, these characters Justin have has created Really cool, and uh, we'll be integrating them uh, within the second season and the third season, um, telling different stories. I guess um, some of them may or may not be directly related to the main thread of the serial, but uh, they will certainly tell the story of of the city gone mad, which is, um, for those that listen to the serial, will understand what that's all about. So, yeah, that's cool, Justin. Can't wait. Yeah, well, thank you. Yeah, yeah. And one one of the characters, too, is is one that I've... If everybody, if anybody remembers the story of the Moon Kings from the first, mm-hmm. yes. um, from the first Moon Knight run, there was a great panel in one particular scene when Mark's trying to make a call from Chicago to, mm-hmm. I think, to Marlene, and there's a couple of panels with an operator working a switchboard, and just in one, in the first panel when she initially takes the call, she's fine. In the second panel. She's far from fine. She's had a sip of the the tainted water and she's losing her mind and pulling cords out. And I have a very weird sense of humor, but for some reason when I when I saw that panel, I just started laughing and laughing and laughing. <laughs> and I thought, this woman, I've I've got to tell her story, what happened to her after this <laughs> happened to her. That's awesome. So we can so, like, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, so she's become Glennis Carpenter and uh, <laughs> she's moved to the city where all of this stuff is happening and then she has to undergo a, a uh, water poisoning again. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's awesome. <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's going to escape her woes only to have yeah. the same very, the very same thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's yeah. heaps of fun. Um, yeah. I'm going to actually throw it out there as well. I, I want you to to the other loonies as well. If you are into fanfics or into writing, and you want to. Uh, join in and contribute to the serial. I am open. It, it, it's great. Let's see what how we can work your ideas in. Let's see how we can work the likes of uh, was it Glennis Carpenter into, <laughs> Glennis into, Carpenter, the, sto- yeah. into the story. Um, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. Again, the serial is all about just our ITK community. It's all about um, sharing our ideas and and yeah, creating something all together. So yeah, very very cool indeed. Um, Justin, she'll be like she'll be sworn off water for the rest of her life. I'm sure. I know. Oh, yes, you should have a waterphobia, aquaphobia now. Aquaphobia. Um, Right, well, let's let's dive into it then, Justin. Now, uh, I'm going to keep this open. I don't know how you want to frame it, but we're talking Tigra. Tigra, yes, yes. Uh, 
and how she kind of has been a part of Moonlight's life. Um, now, mm-hmm. this was a subject, I guess, that you um, you had proposed that we do, and I thought it was hilarious. I thought, let's let's just do it. But um, yeah, yeah. what has intrigued you about Tigra? Well, number one, I mean, she she I remembered her from or my introduction to her actually was um, an old Spider-Man team up ah. that uh, Chris Claremont and John Byrne did, and it was Tigra and Spider-Man versus Craven the Hunter. Nice. And that was a great little story. Um, and so after that, I was pretty much a Tiger fan. I thought she was great. And then I started collecting um, West Coast Avengers, mm-hmm. of which she was a founding member, as you know, because I, I, you collected that one too, right? Yes, I did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so she was in that team from the very beginning. And I got the first issue of that and read that so much that the cover fell off. Um, <laughs> So, oh, so I, for comic yeah, I know, what are you doing? I, I, yeah, <laughs> I kind of, I actually got to the point too before the internet came along that I actually forgot what the cover looked like to oh. West Coast Avengers number one. I forgot completely what it was because it had been so long since I'd seen it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I liked her. I liked her a lot from the West Coast Avengers series. I thought she was a great addition to that team. She was a, mm-hmm. a neat character. She was unique. And then when Moon Knight came along and they became an item, uh, I thought that was interesting as well. So, um, yeah. Plus, as far as I know, I, I think besides Marlene, she's the only other romance that we've seen Moon Knight have for a long term. That's true. I, I'm only, I mean, there was a, because only because we did this uh, in the last episodes or so, uh, there was a mention. I think it's a Lisa uh, in in the the Hatchet Man, uh, the Hulk magazine. Um, oh yeah, Randall killed her. Uh, that's which right. Kind of set mark against Randall, but that's uh, that's it basically. Yeah. I think that's yeah. it. That's right, Lisa. Um, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. So Tigra does hold a uh, you know a spot in in the Moon Knight canon because she's yeah. only one of a few. Uh, right. that, has, that had it, but I mean, so for those of you that maybe are not aware of of Tigra, uh, look, I'm not going to go through the whole history here, Justin. Uh, what I always love to do because I love powers. <laughs> just going, yeah, me too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, actually, um, so Tigra is very kind of straightforward. She she um, she dons this amulet and she embodies this mystical. Uh, I guess calling to be the hero of these like cat people. Um, mm. They uh, they originated in Europe. Um, they kind of I always think of it kind of like the Red Dwarf. You know, cat. They kind of evolved oh, yeah. from cats. <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they have, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they have this whole society, uh, and, and you know they've got this thing, this mystical, you know, this chosen one, and she she kind of dons it anyway. So she has all the physiology. Um, similar to it, like a humanoid tiger. Um, she mm. can bench press 10 tons, so she's got class 10. So she's about as strong as Spider-Man, which is pretty cool. Yeah, um, and I wasn't aware of that either until I was mm. reading the article. I was wow, 10 tons, Tigra, wow. Yeah, you don't really see it that often. Like, no. She, she does look kind of strong-ish, but she, she doesn't, you know, she, she's not like Spider-Man where, you know, she just lifts a car here and there and... And chucks it, you mm. know what I mean? Um, mm. yeah. So, yeah, that was interesting. You do see a lot of her leg muscles, like her power, because uh, yeah. from her strength, she can she can perform a jump of, of 12 feet. Uh, she's got mm-hmm. superhuman speed. She's just really kind of fast, We're talking about 60 miles per hour, which is, I don't know what that is in, in kilometers. That's probably edging towards 100, which is pretty fast. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so she has a your typical. Now, this is kind of generic for any kind of enhanced people. If you if you've read the handbook of Marvel, um, the Marvel universe, stamina, durability, agility, reflexes, all in kind of enhanced um, stamina. She can exert herself for a whole day before she starts getting tired. Um, harder skin, you know, she can take blunt force trauma a bit better than other mm-hmm. people. Uh, she's quite. Athletic, uh, agile, reflex. She's got a healing factor as well. Just, mm, yes. Um, again, yes. you don't see much of that. It's kind of like I think it's similar to Spider Man. Spider Man actually has a healing factor as well, but it's not. Uh, it, you know, it's not to Wolverine or Deadpool levels. It, it's just he heals right. quicker. Yeah, than the normal human. Yeah. So I'm assuming that's the same for Tigra, uh, and of course she has her 
cat-like senses. So mm-hmm. 10 yes. times as keen as humans, five times keener than cats. Um, you know, she's got eyesight, smell, hearing, all, all that, which is um, mm-hmm. pretty cool. And her fangs and claws are, are quite sharp and strong. So they're saying, uh, you know, they can tear through flesh and bone, wood, stone, and in some instances, metal. So, uh, you know, not, mm-hmm. not just your normal domestic cat. <laughs> cat claws yeah uh, <laughs> and lastly justin she's got this weird ability which are it's totally i don't know against any tiger aspect she's got empathy so tiger mm. has the ability mm-hmm. to enhance and control the emotions of others to a degree i found mm-hmm. that interesting um do mm. you recall do you recall that in any of your reading for tiger well, actually, I, I've been reading the Tigra Complete Collection. Oh, lovely. Came, I want to get that. Which yeah. came out um, last year. Yep. And that is a fantastic little collection. I'd recommend that to anyone because mm-hmm. I, I haven't read any of these, really any of these stories besides the team up with Spider-Man I mentioned. Mm-hmm. And um, it was cool to read in this volume two, before she became Tigra, she was actually a costumed hero called the cat. Yeah. Um, and if anybody's familiar with Hellcat, mm. Patsy Walker, um, that was, uh, the original, where, where the costume came from was mm-hmm. originally, uh, Greer Nelson. That's Tigra's real name. Um, uh, before she became the cat, she was Greer Nelson. Um, yeah. So she for four issues she was she had her own little series called the cat uh, or the claws of the cat I think oh. and um, yeah it was it was interesting it was written by Linda Fite Feet who I'd never heard of okay. before um, and some fantastic art by Marie Severin oh yeah I love um, her art yeah oh so good yeah and. The cat got to go up against none other than the owl. (laughs) (laughs) The owl, uh, Captain Kraken, and the man bull. So she she actually went up against some some villains in her brief tenure. Yeah. Um, And then it looks like right after that, uh, there was another team up with Spider-Man. And then she became Tigra during a issue of giant-sized creatures. Okay. Fe- featuring none other than Werewolf by Night. Oh, there's that a connection. Actually, yeah. yeah, so there's another connection to Moon Knight. Um, <laughs> in that story, they kind of retconned a few things about the scientist that helped Greer to become the cat with her. Yes, Tomolo, uh, right? Um, Tomolo, yeah. Yeah. She actually turned out to be one of these cat people. Yes, and, as you do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, kind of intervened on Greer's behalf to, I think she was injured, if I remember right. Mm. She was injured and they, they had to do something to help her. and So she became Tigra. So that's and, where she got um, the amulet, right? Did she, yeah. Did she wear, yeah. 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 And they had a brief, her and the werewolf had a brief uh, tussle with some Hydra agents, which was really cool. Ah, yes. Yeah. Yeah, um, she has had her run-ins with, with Hydra as well. Um, yeah, that was, it is very interesting. Um, I think later on as well, uh, there is a um, a, a team-up with, um, this might be down the line, with Hellcat as well, Patsy Walker, uh, mm, and Hellstrom. Yes. Uh, yeah, there's something to do with... Because uh, the cat people end up being, I guess, acolytes of the devil, right? Which is not the the best thing. Um, yeah, that was a, yeah, that was a West Coast Avengers story. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um, so Hellcat comes in actually, and I think because along the way as well, I think Tigra loses her powers here and there. Like you know, it's a, it's a um, common technique, I guess, used in, in with characters. So she lost her powers. But I think Hellcat mm-hmm. actually gives her one of their costumes back. And so for a while, she's a cat again. Um, but mm-hmm. then somehow that, that tiger soul gets reinstated into her and she yeah. becomes tiger, a tiger again. Um, yes. And, uh, and she's also been able to, uh, I guess, like go between human and tiger-like form. Um, again, the amulet, mm. I think, is what, what does it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but, uh, the, the interesting thing I think I find in, um, oh, actually, and, and from the outset, I just want to get it out there before as well. 
it's really good that the later iterations of Tigra now, um, they still pay homage to the original story. Like, So you mentioned when she was the cat, one of the things there was that her husband, who was a police officer uh, named William, he gets shot in the line of duty, he dies, um, and it kind of sends her off into a little bit of a spiral, which leads her to um, to, to the experiments with, with Dr. Tumolo. Um mm-hmm. But later on, more recent times, she, she tries to exact revenge on the corrupt cops who apparently were part of this thing that got her husband killed, which I find mm. is really cool. Um, and she has, a, she has a son as well, which she calls William. Um, so a very strange story there where she, uh, during Secret Invasion, I think she has um, a, 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 another relationship with a Hank Pym, who actually turns out to be a Skrull. Uh, and oh she, no kidding yeah and she has a she has a child but apparently it's later found out that the scroll must have on a genetic level duplicate himself to be really human so the child mm-hmm. is not scroll at all um, oh. but yeah but the real hank pym takes william uh, under his wing as a as his son so tiger is, mm. is a parent as well um interesting okay yeah. I didn't know that little Oh, she's got secret invasion stuff. Wow. Yeah, she's got such a coloured, um, uh, colourful kind of history. I think it's really yeah. interesting. Uh, her involvement in um, in Civil War as well. So she was on the side mm-hmm. of Iron Man, um, and she actually worked as a bit of a double agent. She um, kind of um, infiltrated Caps kind of thing and was feeding information back to Iron oh. Man. So oh, yeah. wow. But you can understand how she was on the side of the Registration Act because... Uh, her close ties with law enforcement, her husband and stuff. Yeah. And she, she really wanted to... She's very very much by the numbers, by the book. Um, true. Yeah. That is but, true. But, Justin, with with uh, Tigra in the West Coast Avengers then, um, I don't know, how would you best explain how she and Moon Knight kind of hook up? <laughs> well, she... God, she... I think she made the... She kind of made a conquest out of almost everybody on that team except so. for Hawkeye. Yeah. I I think when the the first issue started her and and Wonder Man were an item. Mhm. Yeah. And then at some point her and Hank Pym got Hank together Pym. for a while. Yeah, which she later it, reignites in that in that secret invasion who she thinks is Hank Pym, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's a little I like how they connected that little tidbit to the past there. That's cool. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think it was after Hank Pym though that she she her and Moon Knight mm. got together. Yeah, yeah, um, it, yeah. It's just I, neat. It's just need, isn't it? Like it's apparently it, it's like a, this tight this cat feline need. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's like yeah. She's just she's just not into monogamy, I guess. You know, which, <laughs> hey, I respect that. I have no problem with that. But yeah. <laughs> um, I, I when I was first reading it because I knew at the time about the the endless comparisons to Batman and I I wondered if yeah. this was Steve Englehart's kind of tongue in cheek oh. way of <laughs> of saying well we'll give this um, we'll give Moon Knight his own Catwoman so to speak yeah. um, uh, I wondered could, if if that was kind of part of it but, could but, well be <laughs> uh, they they I I liked Moon Knight and Tiger together I thought they made mm-hmm. a nice pair. You know, I mean, yeah. Marlene is always going to be the number one, I think, mm-hmm. for, for Moon Knight, for Mark. Yes. But I think as far as runners-up goes, you can't really beat Tigra. She's great. She is. I mean, and, and she, I guess her stint in the West Coast Avengers, uh, for me as well, Justin, was was quite interesting because she was so conflicted. Mm. Um, talking mm-hmm. about that kind of feline need for attention, which they've said mm-hmm. in, in Wiki, they, they kind of put that down to her going after Wonder Man and Hank Pym and mm-hmm. Moon Knight. Um, but she was yeah. kind of struggling to, uh, apparently, so she almost had like dual identities as well. And she was st- struggling mm-hmm. over her human and tiger self. Uh, and that mm-hmm. kind of made a really, I thought, an interesting character in the West Coast Avengers. Added to that, she was always, always like... Um, I guess insecure about her role in there, whether she was good enough. And I don't know. Mm. I just find that a really different take on a superhero. Um, and so I really mm-hmm. enjoyed her, her, um, 
uh, a development during the the West Coast Avengers because during that run we do see uh, the land within and the cat people. Uh, there's a, mm, a, yes. a bit of a um, series there about an explanation about that. Um, mm-hmm. We do see uh, her ties with the mystic and and the supernatural and the and Mephisto as well. So yeah. she has this thing where the cat people have asked her to to kill Master Pandemonium um, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, anyway, that kind of um, reveals that the cat people are devil worshippers, so to speak. So she's a very, very interesting character. And the fact that she's quite forward, um, I think for the time as well, you know, um, for a female character um, to mm-hmm. be quite forward towards her male counterparts uh, and really mm-hmm. kind of seize uh, the the relationship. Um, like I, I think Moon Knight was really taken aback by... <laughs> by um, Tiger's advances. Um, I think so too. I think he, he he definitely wasn't prepared for that. He wasn't used to that. I mean, Marlene is definitely an independent, strong woman, but true. she's a very different kind of caliber woman than Tiger. I would have to say when it comes to the personality deep mm. down. Yeah. Um, so so uh, yeah, I'm sure that took him off guard a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and anyway, in the West Coast Avengers as well, um, so their relationship kind of flourished to the point where uh, there was actually like a, a storyline as well. I think so, uh, Tigra, Moon Knight, and I think it's Mockingbird as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, um, oh, they, they, oh, I can't remember what they do exactly, but they, um, they, they split off to form their own group. There was a, a rift yes. in the West Coast Avengers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's right, and they join Bill Foster, um, giant man, and they have adventures mm-hmm. with a high evolutionary, uh, and then Night Shift, to one of my favourites, um, Mark Grunewald. Oh yeah, yeah. yes, yes. Um, so you know, there's a lot of, you know, so the, there's some meaty um, appearances there between um, Tiger and Moon Knight. And I really liked that story too, where Tigra took the side of Mockingbird during that whole rift mm. in the West Coast Avengers for. Yep. For, for listeners who might not know, there was a great story in that time where basically Mockingbird was drugged and raped by a villain called the Phantom Rider. Yeah. And during a climactic struggle, she basically let him fall to his death. Mm-hmm. And when Hawkeye found out about this, he was furious at her for letting the Phantom Rider die, saying that that's not what Avengers do, blah, blah, blah. Yep. And she said, well, what about me? What about you know, what he did to me and all this stuff. And I I was on Mockingbird's side during that fight. I thought that Hawkeye yeah. was an idiot. Oh, yeah, um, absolutely. And so I was definitely on her side. And I loved the fact that Tigra and Moon Knight, my other two favorite members of the team, joined her and were sticking up for her and had their own completely justified reasons for, for mm. sticking up for her in general. Oh, absolutely. So I mean... I, Sorry. I, li- I love that story, and I, I love yeah. the fact that for a while we had two teams of West Coast Avengers traveling around and doing stuff independently from each other. I thought yeah. that was really cool. Oh, it, it was such a, just a great era, I think, uh, West Coast Avengers um, back then, yeah. Steve Englehart. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Tigra had her own, like not to the extent of Mockingbird, but she had her own conundrum with... Because um, this thing about her being asked by the cat people to... Um, to kill Master Pandemonium, but she mm. she felt really dishonest to the rest of the mm-hmm. West Coast Avengers. Um, mm. But at the same time, like she felt like you know selfish, like that's going to kind of um, help me. But at the same time, mm-hmm. like she knew the West Coast Avengers uh, honor, you know, like the code not to kill. Mm. Um, so mm-hmm. I, it, it's interesting, like you can see that why she kind of stuck up with uh, with Mockingbird um, mm-hmm. for the eventual events that happened with her. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah um, really good, really good stuff. Yeah, definitely. And and later on too, she struggled more with the animal side. Mm-hmm. Um, when John Byrne took over uh, West Coast Avengers, and I think that was the same time it became Avengers West Coast, the title mm-hmm. changed. Um, she was having a lot of these weird visions and dreams where she would be like an actual cat. Yeah. <laughs> Like kind of like loping through the the countryside and leaping on deer and killing them and stuff like that. And I don't remember. I don't think that story was ever truly resolved. And I, right. I remember that was one of my my disappointments with where that series eventually went was that 
I don't believe they ever properly put a cap to that story. I think they just kind of, I, at one point, Tigra wound up in Australia and yeah, was that's right. hanging out down there. And I, I think that's just where they left her for a while. And yeah, yeah. Was, I thought that was kind of weird that they never kind of resolved that story. And I thought, well, in Australia, what a perfect place for her to resolve that story. You know, she yeah. Can, yeah. Oh, no, but, for sure. Um, yeah, it's yeah. so, it's just one of those characters, I guess, that, I mean, she featured heavily in the West Coast Avengers, but I, I guess they didn't mm. really know what else to do with her. She she didn't have a solo title where they could develop mm. the character. So, um, unfortunately, she was kind of uh, left in limbo, so to speak, mm. um, which is yeah. a real shame. Hopefully, we'll see more of her. Um, she, I mean, she was almost, he almost got that animated series. <laughs> um, oh yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, with Dazzle, true, I think, yeah. and all the, yeah, but that, that <laughs> fell through. Um, but she's, yeah. She, yeah, really interesting character. I'm, I'm really wishing that she does kind of come back. Um, there, I mean, other little thing, if I'm to name drop as well, timely as well, Agatha Harkness, we've seen from oh. Division. she, mm-hmm bumps into Tiger as well. There's this whole thing about mm. her um, reinstating her um, her cat soul um, and mm-hmm. something about the, the leader of the cat people actually wanting to to mate with her to become the yes. rightful heir. So there's this whole thing. Uh, so she, she's, she kind of goes through a lot. Um, and then after mm. that, as you mentioned, that was, that was her trip to Australia um, mm-hmm. against the Pacific overlords, apparently. So... Um, yeah, plenty, plenty of stuff there. Uh, certainly an interesting character. Um, but I don't know any any other perhaps final thoughts on on Tigra and uh, and Moon Knight. Well, uh, I would love to see a, a, a future story with them together. Actually, mm. I'd love to see even if it's just for one story, them to bump into each other and be like, "Hey, how's it going?" <laughs> um. <laughs> well, actually. <laughs> As you say that, a lovers well, reunited thing or something. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just going to quickly flick down to like where she is currently. Last I saw her was in the Kelly Thompson run, um, the West Coast Avengers uh-huh. with with Kate Bishop. Um, oh, but I don't know here actually. So she she um, appeared in Gwenpool Strikes Back, and in uh, it must be Nadia Van Dyne's um, Wasp, I think. Oh. Um, but yeah, uh, but see those. I mean, as cool as those titles are, they kind of played. I think they played. Well, Gwen, Gwenpool Strikes Back definitely played for laughs um, because mm-hmm. she's in this uh, this storyline, um, the Dying Wish charity event, and actually she goes up against uh, T'Challa. Um, uh, yeah, uh, but uh, it's but you know Gwenpool is a bit weird anyway. So I, I haven't read much of it, but I know that it's not really. It's kind of like I'm assuming it's kind of like Squirrel Girl in the way that you know there are fun mm. adventures, but it's it's kind of off to the side a bit. Um, right. So right. I just wonder where she is like currently and how they can tie mm. that in with with Moon Knight. Uh, the last that we've seen of Mark Spector, he um, that was in the Bemis run. Oh no, no, actually, no, no, no. Sorry, that was in Asia Conchu. Um, mm. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It's Maybe... hard to hard to say what how they could reunite. Possibly, well, you're going to have to get them both in the Avengers somehow. Maybe, maybe that's how. You know, um, maybe that's how. Yeah, both in the West Coast, or, or have something. a story with the werewolf where they've both oh. encountered the werewolf a couple of times. Oh, very nice. Yeah, maybe. because that yeah. there has been a werewolf by night series that just come out as well um mm-hmm. yeah. yeah interesting well i mean there's plenty to read up on uh as mentioned loony listeners uh we can't dive deep into um into the lore of tiger but she's certainly worth checking out i think justin yeah. one of the recommendations would be that complete collection that you mentioned tiger um really good um yeah, that it, like I said, it has the first four issues of the cat, so you get to see really where she started. Yeah, uh, it, it and it has really all of her appearances in the seventies as well. Um, yeah, and uh, actually a new a new story from recent years uh, that has some great art by uh, Mike Diodato. Oh, nice! Who is from? Uh, who did some Moon Knight stuff too? Fantastic. Uh, 
Cool. Yeah. So, yeah, I would definitely recommend that for okay. sure. That that's a great collection. And to I anyone think... who wants to learn more about Tigra. Yeah. Yeah, I believe it's available in digital format as well as um, hard copy form. But uh, but definitely go check it out. I'll put the I'll put it in the show notes for sure. Uh, it's a certainty. Uh, other than that, uh, I, I'd recommend the West Coast Avengers. Um, just run. Mm. Uh, actually, if you are one to collect, maybe the Epic Collections. Uh, she's featured in. They've got. They've released the first four volumes, so they're going chronologically um, for mm. the West Coast. So, mm-hmm. uh, yep, she features. Tiger features heavily. I think in um, Volume One they go into the land within and the cat people, so you get to yes. get to see a bit of that, which is cool. Um, but yeah, so all of those epic collections she's in as well, very well, well highly regarded as well. Um, yeah, yeah. Justin, I think we might just take a quick short break, and when we come back, we do have some feedback from you, the loonies, about Tigra. Uh, oh, so great. It'll be fun to go through. Uh, sure. But, yeah, yeah, are you um, up for a, a quick short break? Sure, sure. All right, loonies, we'll be back in a tick. We'll catch you after these messages. Bitten by a radioactive spider, student Peter Parker gains proportionate strength and agility of an arachnid. Armed with his wondrous web shooters, the reluctant superhero struggles with sinister supervillains, making ends meet and maintaining some semblance of a normal life. That's right, do you like Spider-Man? If so, you should join me and my co-host Lil Foulfire every Tuesday on the Caves of Lunatic Sidekicks podcast for the ultimate Spider-Cast, where we talk everything Spider-Man, comics, TV, movies, games, anything and everything Spider-Man. Miles Morales, Spider-Gwen, Ben Riley, the Scarlet Spider, it's all there. Every Tuesday on the Caves of Lunatic Sidekicks podcast. And we all are. Yes, welcome back, Looney listeners. You are listening to Into the Night, the Moon Knight podcast. This is episode 197. I am joined with Justin the Owl. Osgood, Justin, welcome back after that short break. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> and uh, to wrap up this show, Loonies, we just have some feedback that you have uh, have sent in just about Tigra. So and plus we've got a couple of others as well uh, for some older episodes. So why don't we start with the Tiger ones, uh, Justin? How about yeah we alternate first? Um, sure. Yeah. Look, I'll kick us off with that that the first one because <laughs> it's okay. weird. Sure. Uh, this is from our Facebook group, Daniel Huliung, Huliung, uh, and he mentioned this. Is, I, I sent up something about Tiger. Send us your thoughts, and Daniel's Danny's responded. Don't forget Hawkeye's wife. So thank you, Danny. Um, I'm assuming you're talking about Mockingbird. Um, I don't believe Moon Knight has had a thing with Mockingbird, Justin. I don't think he did either, no. No, I don't think Tiger has anything to do with Mockingbird. (laughs) Um, Yeah. yeah. But anyway, Danny, uh, let's keep that cryptic, enigmatic message just as it is, um, that will just keep us scratching our heads. Thank you so much anyway yeah. for dropping that in. Um, yeah. you got a couple there, uh, Justin? The next one is from uh, Russell, Russell Mar- Jack Russell. <laughs> uh, he says, I don't know a lot about Tigra, but I like her as another flame of moonlight besides Marlene. My favorite moment involving Tigra is when Khonshu used her visage to mess with Mooney which he's referring to um, the, was it Benson or Houston? That wrote I that think one? it was Benson run. Yeah. Yeah. Benson spot on the, yeah. where um, Mark, Mark Tixier was doing the artwork and <laughs> basically Moon Knight looks over and suddenly there's Tiger there with no face. <laughs> and um, and it, he said, you still like this form. Remember? Oh, it's so yeah, freaky. Was, oh, oh I know. It's yeah. like Conchu, but Conchu in a bikini with no face. It's it's really, really weird. Um, it was so great, though. Yeah, and, and I think that's the only other time, right, we've seen Moon Knight and Tigra. Like, 
I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In that weird way, yeah. but no, I, um, great pick up there, Russell, uh, for sure, and great pick up, Justin, far out, just off the bat. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, next one from our Facebook page as well is Billy Brooks, and he says, "I like Tigra, but I was scared when a random follower on Instagram <laughs> sent me an erotic image of those. Oh, of those two. Well, there you go, Billy." <laughs> oh um, my wow um Yikes. well like yeah anything goes on the a random follower on an instagram well yikes <laughs> uh <laughs> yeah anyway um you know where the email is billy just send it across now <laughs> <I'm joking. laughs> uh, we'll save those for later yeah. we'll say yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> The next one is from Blake Buxton, who writes, Tigra is still an unknown entity, eh? Is she a mutant, an inhuman? A botched experiment could put in some good issues searching out her history origin. Yeah, thanks, Blake. I heard about this, uh, Justin. But I think, he's, I think, Blake, hopefully we've explained, at least given a roundabout explanation of her powers. Um, so, Justin, yeah, it's mainly mystical, I guess you'd call it. Mm. Yeah, yeah, definitely mystical. Yeah, although in the beginning there was some science involved yes. when Doctor Tremolo did her experiments with with Greer. Yes, but after that it was all magic based. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, um, and we move now to to Twitter. Actually, this is a short one. I uh, Justin, so I got in contact with. There's a great uh, Tigra centric account uh, on Twitter. World of mm. Tigra. Um, oh. really cool. Yeah, so I, I sent uh, the the idle chat discussion thread um, to to him or her, and I said, "Oh, oh you got to nice. yeah." I said, "You got to you got to comment. It'd be great to hear what you think of uh, of Moon Knight and Tigra and their relationship." And so he or she okay. has responded, uh, "It's my fave canon ship for her." So that's good. Oh, um, very nice. Yeah, um, great. I mean, considering the the. The lines of men that Tigra has, you'd assume, have mm. had. Um, yeah, quite yeah. busy in the West Coast Avengers. So yeah, uh, that, that's um, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I like that. And then Instagram, we have Ben Bob Jam who writes, "They'd be silly to bring Tigra in. What with Cheetah already in the DCEU." Hmm. Interesting. A Cheetah Referring comparison. Sh- yeah. 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 Which is interesting. Yeah. Did, did uh, you did you see that movie, Ray? I haven't. Wonder Woman, I've, 1984? I haven't I either. So you I was, haven't? Yeah. I uh, still want to see it, but I've... Yeah. yeah. Sorry, um, Justin? I, well, I missed that in the theater. It, it yes. was in the theater for a while, and I was hemming and hawing about going to see it with the coronavirus stuff going on still over here. But um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I missed that one. But I, I wanted to see it, because I, I also love the villain, the cheetah. I think mm-hmm. she's great. Yeah, me too. I mean, I don't know too much about it, but I know a little bit of her in in the Wonder Woman comics that I have read, mm-hmm. and she seems pretty cool. Um, yeah, but yeah, I don't. Yeah, um, I don't know. I don't think. Look, if if they were to bring Tiger in, um, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I, I wouldn't have seen the comparison um, between Cheetah mm. because uh, it's not like say she's being brought in with a. Uh, a female protagonist. You know, it's not like a direct right. replication of, of what Wonder Woman and Cheetah and then you have some Marvel character and and right. Tigra. And Tigra's good yeah. as well. So yeah. 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 But um yeah. But anyway, no, thank you, Ben Bob J. Very good. Um also from Instagram, I do believe this is Daniel Doing, one of our patrols oh, okay. as well. Green Lantern Guy two eight one four. I might be wrong. Uh, Tigra, as a character, is very cool. She plays it differently than just being a cheetah ripoff. Oh, there we go again. But I think everyone knew she was basically a, re- a rebound hookup after Mark and Marlene broke up. Kind of sucks uh, because they did have some unique chemistry, but in the end we knew it was doomed to fall apart. Yeah, true. Um, mm, it is but, true, yeah. But usually those doomed relationships are the, the most intriguing, are they not? <laughs> <laughs> and they leave the most lasting memories sometimes. Exactly, exactly. No, but thank you, thank you for that. That was uh, yeah, no, true. Um, I, I think they've got yeah. great chemistry as well. Um, mm. uh, it's just yeah. weird. I mean, it's uh, who would have thought like a, a tiger woman and a guy that worships the moon just works. Oh, I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know. It's it's so random, but it works. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
And then we have one more from uh, Serendipity6482, who mm-hmm. writes, Oh, you absolutely need to consult World of Tigra on Twitter. Yes. <laughs> so another shout out for World of Tigra. Yeah, for sure. And Serendipity, I do believe, is my co-host Seren from To Know Her Is To Fear Her. Oh, Spider-Man very podcast. nice. Yeah. Um, oh, cool. So I, I know that Seren, I guess she, she has a lot of interest in Tigra as well because there is a... a um, I dare say an affiliation between Jessica Drew and Tigra. Um, they have mm. kind of, you know, crossed paths. Um, mm-hmm. And they're, they're both their hatred for Hydra, that sort of stuff. So uh, mm. high evolutionary even. You can even tie it to that. Um, so That's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Um, oh, I love that. I'd love to see more stories with those two together, Tigra oh, and Spider-Woman. Absolutely. I would love I'd, to see I'd, that. Yes. I'd love to see just a Tigra title, seriously. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think that'll be. Yeah, she's she's quite intriguing. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, but a huge thank you to to Looney's there. Thanks for dropping in those thoughts for for Tiger. Uh, that, that was really fun. Really fun to go through with you, Justin. Um, oh, thank you. Yeah. And uh, just a couple of bits of feedback left. Now, this was for our episode 195, uh, not that long ago, last week, which was uh, all to do with the Kavanaugh legacy, Terry Kavanaugh. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. And again, this is from CMK7, beep, boop, beep, boop, boop, Chris. Hi, Chris. Uh, and Chris writes in, interesting episode. Tim was a great guest, and I love to hear his take on this 90s run, especially based off his credentials. The Mark Spector Moon Knight Kavanaugh run has so many wild and strange happenings in there. I wasn't a big fan of the art style that was popular in the 90s, so I fell out of collecting during this period. Uh, the bar was set so high in the 80s. As a result, the Kavanaugh run is a bit of a blind spot for me, uh, so I appreciate the coverage. I am also waiting for the collection of the Mark Spector Moon Knight to purchase. Yes, aren't we all, Chris? My mm, gosh, they have to definitely. release it. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, Ter- yeah, but the Terry Kavanaugh, uh, Justin, uh, that run, uh, are you probably something that you're a bit less familiar with, right? Or uh, No, I actually, I, I bought... Years ago, I bought a whole slew of those back issues. Oh, okay. I was missing. I was missing a whole chunk of, of uh, that run, and I, I bought a whole bunch of them all at once. And I really enjoyed them. I really did. I nice. towards the end, not so much. Towards the end of the series, <laughs> yeah. I yes. wasn't as big of a fan. But um, there were things that I definitely liked about that run a lot. Yeah. Oh yeah, me too as well. I, I think because there's a lot of it. It's from issue 35 to 60, so there's a good 25 yeah. of them. I reckon 35 up to, yeah, up to about maybe 55, 56 is good. (laughs) It's really that handle at the end that I find just really hard to digest. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And I also love uh, the artwork of James Fry, Mm. who was um, right around issue issue 50. I think he did six or seven issues in a row. Mm -hmm. Um, I loved his his rendition of Midnight. So that that was also a, a highlight for me, that particular block of issues there yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. absolutely well thank you so much chris for those kind words um and yeah hopefully hopefully this episode will intrigue you with more greer nelson yeah Um, (laughs) uh and finally just a a quick one here michael mcdonald um from youtube again love the podcast keep up the great work moon night forever thank you michael awesome these comments are just you know they always kind of warm my heart. It's uh, really cool, especially from someone I've not heard from, uh, but obviously has been listening. So that's that's really cool. So a big thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, anyway, I think that about wraps us up for this episode. Justin, thank you so much uh, for for joining me. Uh, now, I know it's a bit of an ask, um, but later on in the week, um, do you think you'd be able to to tee up some time? Maybe we can come back and and chat uh, about a, a comic book issue? Uh, oh, absolutely. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Well, hopefully we can make it work um, and hopefully to, to catch you on later in the week. Um, next phase, loonies, uh, it will be a waxing gibbous. So we're looking at the other side of the moon and our segment, title as such, uh, is all to do with Moon Knight in a comic book that is not his own. Uh, and he pops his head in to say hello. So uh, we'll be looking at West Coast Avengers Annual Volume 1, Issue 2, 
Death and Texas. That should be great. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, it's a great title. I um, love that title, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I can't wait to uh, to get into this one, Justin. But it's, it's a doozy, that one that you picked. Oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll have fun with that, yeah. All right. Well, uh, Loonies, uh, thank you so much for listening. And, Justin, I'll catch you on later in the week. All right. We'll catch you then. Loonies, you can contact us through various social platforms. You can drop us a line on email at itkmoonnight at gmail.com. We have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash itkmoonnight, and a Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash itkmoonnight. We are on Twitter. Our handle is at itkmoonnight, and we're on Instagram, Tumblr, YouTube to search for into the night a moon night podcast we're also on discord just search for the server into the night with a k please leave an itunes rating or review if you can it helps us reach other loonies out there too also if you have any feedback we also look to improve ourselves and the show finally we're on all good podcast catches apple podcast google play stitcher Spotify, iHeartRadio, also on PodCoin. Please check us out and share episodes with your friends. Moon Knight and affiliated characters, stories and events are properties of Marvel Characters Incorporated. Materials used and discussed within the podcast are intended for critique and review purposes only under the fair dealing concept of the current Copyright Act. The views, information or opinions expressed during the podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of the copyright owners.